and welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig, episode 31. I'm Brandon, and I am sitting across the room from Mr. Craig. Good morning. Good morning to you, and I am sitting across the room from Mr. Brandon. That's right. So, uh, Mr. Brandon, we sound like like kindergarten teachers Exactly, now. we do, Mr. Brandon. And, um, you know, when I was coming in this morning, it was 30 degrees, but the sun was just like really gorgeous mm-hmm. and um didn't seem like it was 30 seemed a hair warmer maybe yeah. than 30 but um beautiful I don't know day. if you say so I walked outside with just this I've got a really thin long sleeve shirt on and a fleece vest and I walked outside on the porch turned around went back in and got a coat don't let him tease you. He walked out in a t-shirt and his yoga pants. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you were cold. Exactly. So I I found out from the Chenault inner circle. Oh goodness. The the Chenault inner circle, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. You're you're in that. Yeah, I am. So you know this. But uh, somebody was telling me from the Chenault inner circle that you have been kind of bad. What? Lately. Yeah, and I don't know. So they said this is your theme song for this Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm getting for Christmas. Is that right? I don't know. I I thought I've been a good boy. <laughs> that came from your wife. Well, yesterday morning, yesterday morning, and you walked out the she's door. She's got a she lot was... of room to talk. <laughs> Come on. So I wanted to let uh, Mr. Brandon and Allie know <laughs> that marriage counseling is on the day after Thanksgiving. So okay. just to let you guys know that. All right. Now I think okay. we're good. Okay. Yeah. So what's the story with that? I, I mean, is know. there a story or did she, was she just, was it the moment she was just, okay, was just, look, I'm, it was probably just the moment. Okay. I can get that. It's probably actually every moment living right? with me, but you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> She's tired of the yoga pants. <laughs> That's right. She, so I, oh, confession time. I was wearing them again the other night and I'm just, they're comfortable. Okay. But she looked down and saw that I was wearing them. That was maybe when I sent you the picture of my Santa Claus mug with my eggnog and I, I had my yoga pants on uh, yeah. and she looked down and she just started snickering and I said, just, just don't say anything. <laughs> It's like half man. It's like half man, half I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> oh goodness. So, so uh, how? What, what have you been up to? I mean, I know you got to, you've got company. You got and, company um, again. Yeah. I know. My mom and dad were. Uh, dad, I think, got a lot of questions. Like, you guys are up again. Like, you were just here last weekend. So they've been here what? Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Two out of the. Um, They've been here. They were here on the 31st. They were here the weekend I preached. That was the 31st. Yeah. And then they were here last week and then this week. So they've been here three out of the last four weekends. So they're, that's considered regular tenders. Yeah. I mean, we could so probably all they have to do is put their in. membership in and start tithing. We're good. That's right. Right? Exactly. <laughs> no, they're yeah, up. Good we're going to, we're going to hunt some more. Uh, but he helped you lead worship yesterday. And that, that was, was fun. Neat. Just that the was two nice. of you guys. Just the two of us. You know, normally when, He's leading worship up here. It's when I'm preaching, mm-hmm. and I'm like, when I know that they're going to be up here, it's like, you know, let's have something different, and gives him a chance to lead, and he enjoys that. And you guys were good. You guys did a good job together. I it thought was, it was. It was good. Thought it was yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, really good. It's nice to have him sing harmony with me because I can't find harmonies, but very seldom, and so he can find them a little bit better. So it's crazy. You're you're a musical guy, and you can't find harmonies, but yet you can find the yoga pants. I I, I don't can. get it. Yeah, that's, right. That's true. Yeah. You know, that's all I'm talking about, the yoga pants today. Thank Let's you. I appreciate on. that. Okay. Let's move on. Everybody else is like, so. drop the yoga pants. Exactly. No, we went, uh, we had a good weekend. I thought it was, it was good. Right. Um, we, uh, went to the Alum Creek Festival of Lights last night. Nice. We I've been decided, there before. Yeah. Not went, this year, but you went last, last year. year. Mm-hmm. So we decided to go last night and, uh, we went to Upper Sandusky's last year. And theirs was really, really good, and it's not that expensive. It's like Correct a, me if I'm wrong. Do you do you set your radio station to a certain? You do, but it's not like perfect. It's not corresponding with anything specific. It's just Christmas. It's music. just Christmas music, okay, gotcha, which gotcha, we've gotcha. been listening to. K loves Christmas music, um, and they play everything from Gene Autry to Bing Crosby to the newer stuff to gotcha. Mariah Carey to gotcha. Michael Bublé. I mean, you name it. I actually turned it off this morning because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to listen to Mariah Carey's Oh Holy Night, like. If I'm listening to Old Holy Night, give me either Josh Groban or David Crowder. Just Mariah saying. Carey singing Old Holy Night. Yeah. And now Madonna will sing Silent Night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? It's like Mariah Carey sings Old Holy Night, followed up by um, 
Santa baby or something. Well, there was I don't a kid, know, right? <laughs> exactly. All I want for Christmas is you. That's that's <laughs> right. the Mariah Carey version. So, but no, the Festival of Lights was nice. It was nice because we went four or five years ago and okay. waited in line probably one to an hour and a half. Oh no! Before we got to the like the start of it, right. Right. Last night we drove up to the gate, paid, and went through. We were in and out of there in like a half an hour. It was nice. There wasn't too many cars in there. We did kind of get behind some cars. It's like okay. for some reason, like whenever you went through the tunnels, people stopped. And it says, you know, don't stop. You can go as slow as you want. Just don't stop. Don't pass right, anybody. Right. It's like I can't. I can't go NASCAR in here. Like what's up? Right. And then you have people like I turn my headlights off trying to be respectful to the people because you're passing right. people. They're, oh yeah, right. You go around the curves and everything, and then they come back your direction. So. Um, but you have people with their headlights on. So I had somebody behind me with my headlights on, but it was still, it was really nice. The kids loved it. They were oohing and on. We made hot chocolate. It's kind of an old fashioned type display though, right? It, it, yeah. it is. Yeah. And, and I like that. I think it's kind of good. It kind of, it kind of harkens you back to mm-hmm. 30, 40 years ago and it's yeah. kind of those kind of displays and, and I think it's good. And what would you tell me it took? Like a half hour? It took a right around a half That's an hour. What I thought it was. Yeah. Which is nice. I mean, it wasn't too long. It wasn't mm-hmm. too short. It was 30 bucks for the car. For the entire car. And then we had seven of us in the car, so. So you just pay 30 bucks for the car, whether there's the car. one or 15 in there. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm assuming if you had like a 15 passenger van, they may charge you more. I don't know. Gotcha. But, um, but yeah, it was nice. That was, that was good. We had the, Allie and I served for the Young at Heart on Saturday evening. Heard about they that. They had a mystery dinner. It was, it was fun the way that they did that. I heard Some about people it. Yep. got their food without plates. Some people got their food without forks and they didn't know what they were getting. They, they chose numbers. I'm not sure exactly how they did that, you know, for sure because I was out cooking, but. Right. Um, so I cooked chicken and salmon. And had some people say that they'd never had salmon before, and some people say that they didn't like salmon, and they really liked the salmon the way it was cooked. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's awesome. And so that that all came about because we talked about me cooking salmon on the podcast, and so mm-hmm. Glenn came to me and was like, hey, mm-hmm. I, I got a proposition for you. Did you get a cheesecake from that maybe by any chance? Did I didn't. Oh, wow. You know what? So, you know, it's not on the caveman diet. It's not on the caveman, I'm but trying you can to still freeze it and use it for later, you know, because you take the weekends off. So I, do take the I know Glenn off. listens. So, you know, maybe a small cheesecake, a medium or a large, yeah. you know, shift it on over to the Chenault household. That's right. Because you're not getting anything for Christmas anyway. So a cheesecake might I'm getting work out for well. Christmas. So a cheesecake right. would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I so, want yeah. a hippopotamus for Christmas. That's what I'm asking. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus. That's a. One of my favorite songs. <laughs> so yeah, kudos to the, uh, to the Smiths, Glenn and Lisa and their, mm-hmm. and all their crew and you the other night. I was not there, but I heard it went really well. Heard it was, it was good. a good turnout. Yep. Heard the food was good. So, uh, kudos to those guys and great ministry. So again, if you're not, if you're 55 or over and you're listening to this and you are not involved in this, would like to, um, all you have to do is contact the church or contact Glenn and Lisa Smith. They'll get you into the right RCCYAH. At gmail.com. And that stands for young at RCC, young at heart at gmail.com. And, um, next month, December, they're going to be doing a, a Christmas dinner at the Richwood Marketing Building, which is across the street from the post office here in Richwood. And, um, I'm not sure exactly the date on that. It's like the 18th or 19th, I believe. It's a Sunday, I thought. Uh, it's a Sunday. Yeah. Where's, the, where's the post office? In Richwood. My mind just went blank. Where is it that? It is at? on, and I don't, can't even think of the, is it Ottawa? It's on Ottawa Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where it's at. Okay. Yeah. No, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. I just, my, my mind just clicked. I could not, I just had a blank. I could not picture I think it's Ottawa. Book. Somebody's going to correct me. I don't know streets. I, just I mean, know I know, I, I see it now. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, they're going to do a, it's kind of a white elephant, but not. So reach out because they can give you the information on that. I don't have all the information there, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it will be good. It's close to Christmas. It's close to Christmas. Awesome. So yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of good things going on, and a lot of good things that have happened. And we had a pretty good day yesterday. Yeah, it was good. Not a big as attendance, but no. it was a rainy, cloudy, gloomy, gray day. And um, not going to complain about it. But um, no, nope. it was. Uh, but still, a good day. I had a good worship, and um, people were. Uh, I can't remember what service it was in. Maybe the first one, but they seemed to be singing. First good. service yeah. was great. Dad and I, and it was. We were talking about that last night. It was neat because him and I during um, the heart. The heart of worship. Or here I am to worship. Right. Always get those two songs confused. Anyways, during here I am to worship, we both backed off the mic and quit singing at the exact same time. And, and it was just neat. We just kept playing and they sang literally a chorus mm-hmm. by themselves. Yeah. That was, that was and really good. It was beautiful. I know God was, was pleased by that. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was really good. And, um, 
And I thought they, uh, it just, when you're sitting in the front and you hear that, yeah. it's, it's really, it's a lot different than it, it I is. guess if you're sitting it in is. the back. So, um, first service also, you know, I looked down, dad and I looked down and my daughter is just bawling during 10,000 reasons. And, um, think she's kind of getting to the point where she's thinking about baptism and stuff. And so we started the taking the plunge book last night with oh, nice. her and started down that road of talking about that. But, you know, whenever you, you baptized your granddaughter I there did. a few weeks ago. Yeah, I did. And so whenever you're, you know, you've got really close family like that that's going through that, man, it was like my dad was like, I had to look away. Exactly. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, do it. Exactly. And so it's, that was neat. Yeah, it's very neat. And um, so that's a good time. Mm-hmm. Good time for you guys and a good time for her and yeah. good time for you guys to talk about this. Oh, things. we sat last night and we talked and we we read through the book, the first chapter. And and it's a really good book that we we have here at RCC. Um, Clint's got some that is more of a teen edition, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. this by the same guy. And um, but they do a great job of taking breaks and asking you know questions that the kids can answer. And right. And so there was one question. You know, do you have any? What are, what are some questions you have about Jesus? And you're supposed to write those down. But we just sat there, and Allie and I, and Mom and Dad, and Christian was in there too. And so they were asking questions, just not necessarily strictly about Jesus, but about just the Bible in general, right, and, right. and all, and just good questions. And I love just that, you know, those those minds. And it was funny. One of them would ask a question, and it, you know, before any of the adults were able to answer, it was like the other one would answer. Oh, nice. And so that's that's neat too. You know, when when both of your kids are exactly, you know, are helping each other out. So that was cool. It's awesome. So um, this is Thanksgiving week, and um, I know we've talked about this. Uh, I think it was last week or the week before. Mentioned it yesterday, but you know, Thanksgiving's not just regulated to one day. Exactly. For us as a Christian, it should be every single day, every single moment that we are alive. And and I think I, I don't know if I said it yesterday or what, what service, or maybe both of them. But you know, it's like if if God didn't do anything else but send Jesus Christ to die for my sins and walk out of that grave, that's enough for the rest of my that's life. Exactly. It's enough to be thankful for. Yep. And um, so we have a we have a reason to you know definitely be thankful and grateful to God. So uh, what's what's in the uh, Chenault, um Thanksgiving plans for for this week? So um, obviously, Dad and I are spending some time hunting the next few days, and um, we're gonna we're gonna do that. We apparently Christian has mandated that we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings tomorrow, or at least getting it and bringing it home. Okay. Um, Tuesdays is traditional buy one get one free. Okay. So you can get way more wings for a good okay. price. Um, Thursday we are going to um, have Thanksgiving meal over at my in laws Tom and Annette's. Nice. And um, I know I think Wednesday I'm gonna smoke a turkey. And and get that ready. Maybe make some rolls Thursday. I know Jordan's gonna make a pie, so we'll eat like we'll eat like kings. Um, it would be great, but um, <laughs> doesn't everybody usually? On, I uh, think so. Overeat no matter what I you think do. So, like, but yeah, nothing crazy. We are planning either Friday or Saturday to go back and get our Christmas tree. We talked about going to pick it out last week. Right so now, we just have to set up a time to go get it and go cut it down and bring it home and, and decorate it, decorate it, make it happen. You guys are going to be full fledged Christmas here. We will be. Think about going ahead and just putting my wreath on my front door now, (laughs) just making it happen. Go for it, right? (laughs) That's good. Thanksgiving is always a good holiday, and it's always a good time. Just it's kind of low pressure, actually, Mm -hmm. other than just getting food ready. But it's just pretty low pressure, and um, just really, it's just a day of just sitting, talking. Yeah. Um. No. And that's what I love. I love just being around family. And just just chatting, not having you know specific plans. You don't have to worry about opening presents. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about you know when are we doing this, when are we doing that. And right. So it's good. And yeah, but that's really good. Um, I like Thanksgiving. Um, we're actually going back to Cincinnati and um, nice. heading back to our house mm-hmm. in Cincinnati, where my son lives, and so they're hosting that. And then we have a couple friends of ours that are coming in for that too. And um, so we'll have um, we'll probably have fourteen or fifteen of us. Oh, wow, um, there. Uh, that day and um it's going to be good we're we're going to go up just for um wednesday night and then come back on thursday but nice um it, it it'll be it'll be good always good to be you know right <laughs> spend time with the family yep. and see the grandkids and watch them all play and yeah, i mean that's i'm thankful for that exactly so that'll be fun for yep. me to watch and all their little things that they do so that's good i'm sure your parents enjoy being around your kids right they now do. So. they do they yeah. do yep yeah. I looked over yesterday and your mom was just rubbing on Jordan's back and mm-hmm. got her arm around her and I was like, now that's, that's what grandma likes to do when exactly. she's in church. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. 
It makes it just a little bit sweeter. <laughs> right. Yeah. So again, we had a pretty good day yesterday, mm-hmm. and I had a big week last week. They're all big. Well, I know, but I got the entire thanks to you. You know, you you pumped out some sermon outlines. I did, and I sent you a picture of what is it? Six um, flow sheets. You did for Christmas services. Got all four weeks in December planned and the night of worship planned as well as the Christmas Eve. You and I planned the Christmas Eve service the other day. We did. We planned Christmas Eve uh, last week, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we are ready. We're ready. We're, we're ready for December. Well, I'm not quite ready, but I'm ready. Right. Does that make sense? You're ready for <laughs> Christmas. You just don't want the, the wind and the snow and the exactly. cold. Exactly. But it's here. I like, I, I, I kind of subscribe to the Christmas song that Bing Crosby sang, you know, Melikilikimaka. Yeah. I'm a fan of Jake Owens' version of that. Jake Owens is a country artist. His yeah. version of that's really good. So you're, you're more of like a Beach Boys Christmas, aren't you? Yeah, Beach Boys Christmas, you know, sitting with the sand, <laughs> in the sand with the, uh, with the board. That's and, right. <laughs> I can see that. Exactly. I can see that. I bet the Beach Boys wore yoga pants. <laughs> I bet they did not. <laughs> and I would bet they beat you up if they were listening to this right now. <laughs> Hopefully they don't. So I bet they're all about surfing and they, zero they yoga pants. Yeah, they're they're like Switchfoot. Okay. Switchfoot are big surfers from San Diego. So no, it's been it's been good. We uh, yeah have a, a lot coming up. I think you know Christmas time is always a big a big time where you know just we've talked about it. People seem to just be in a a good mood. And oh yeah. You know, obviously we've got shopping that we've got to get done and all of that, but it will That's happen when it happens. Stores? Uh, or shopping. Just, oh, I thought Did you, you said s'mores. Well, no, they're not the worst, but shopping yes. is actually the worst. And, um, but I, um, you know, I know Anita does a lot of our shopping online, which right. is awesome. Right. And we pick up just a few things. So I think that last year everything was done online. Mm-hmm. I think we're probably going to pick a few things up this year, but, you know, it's kind of different it's than what it was 20 easier. years ago. Yeah, yeah, it is a little easier. And it's nice here because I'll just... If all the stuff you're ordering is not sitting out in the bay somewhere or sitting out in the, in the, exactly. in the ocean, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we won't get They make that. jet skis for that, right? We'll just go shopping <laughs> exactly. on the barges. That's what they need to do. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a two-person jet ski and we'll do all of our that shopping. That would be awesome. Where's Greg and Brandon? They're, yeah. out, shopping They're out shopping in the ocean. <laughs> nice. So, anything else? No, I, uh, um, big I, planned? Mm, no, just, you know, how the week is. It's a short week and, mm-hmm. um, short weeks are weird, but they're good. Yeah. So you gotta kind of work around them. You gotta yeah, that's why I kind of wanted a to get harder planned and, out. Yeah. And, you know, so we could enjoy family time mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. kind of do your work ahead of time and, and just enjoy it. Yeah, I'm already uh, starting to work on, uh, an outline next year. So that's, mm. You know, it never stops. You know, it I don't know if people realize that. It's just not. I'm I'm not one of these rock star ministers that can just stand up and wing it. And uh, I, you know, put a lot of time and effort and studying on this stuff. So, um, you know, so you have to you have to really plan ahead. And um, so that's what I was doing. I yes, uh, not yesterday, but last week. Um, right. I was doing that, and then yesterday, um, I was doing a little bit of work too. So, um, you know, try not to work too hard on Sunday, but. You know how that goes sometimes. Yeah, it happens. I mean, isn't that the only day you work? That's what I've been told. That's what people think. Yeah. Somebody will say, oh, on Sundays. I wish I had your job. You only work one day a week. You know what I've had people ask me before? They're like, so now, now where do you work? The church. No, but where do you work? The church. The church. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When somebody says, do you only work one day a week? Do you know what I say? Yes. That's all I work one day a week. I always try to roll exactly, with it. exactly for sure. <laughs> I don't have anything else. He's you giving me the else? eyeball here. I am, yeah. So yesterday was really good. We talked about that, and um, we had the message was on choices that we make, and um, pretty much started out the message with um, this gentleman standing at a crossroad, and where you could go either to the right or to the left. And uh, one of the things that I said as I opened up is that we all have choices to make, and even though we don't like to make choices, we all must um, decide that we are going to decide to to make the choices that you know that 
we have to make a choice. And so in making those choices, we need to decide to make the good choice, right? Make the, the choice that God wants us to have because one, one of the choice roads leads to blessing and the other of the choice roads leads to, um, leads to, you know, cursing or leads us away from God. So, um, He's on his phone. Yeah, I'm sending a text. I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm texting doing. one of my, my band members for this week. So obviously we got a, a crazy schedule because normally we practice on Thursdays. And so I had somebody texting me asking me about practice. And I thought he's falling asleep on me again. Remember a few weeks ago he fell asleep on us? So I didn't fall asleep. Remember I was ordering something, I think. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, Philippians chapter three, verses 13 and 14 says this. It says, focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which mm-hmm. God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. And I, and I love that verse because Paul is telling us, he's made the choice to follow Jesus Christ, but he's telling us as he's made this choice to follow Jesus Christ that he's not going to look behind him. Because right. I think a lot of times what happens is we make the choice to follow Jesus, but we look behind us. Yeah. So we make the choice that, okay, I'm going to follow Jesus Christ, he's forgiven me my sins, but yet we'll look behind us and we'll focus on something that... Yeah. Anchors us down. He doesn't do that. He just continues to say, "I'm going to press out, press toward to to on the race and to re- receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us." Mm-hmm. And and I love that that He is so directed on that. It's like I've made this choice to follow Christ. There's no going back. Right. I, I am just not going. And I love that you talked about you know things that anchor us down, and then you just talked about you know no no going back. You know. And we're actually going to be singing that. You're going to be talking about that a little bit more this coming week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to be singing about that. I love Cornerstone, where they've taken on Christ the Solid Rock mm-hmm. verses, and right. they've they've kind of made that and, and taken a, a chorus and mm-hmm. added that in. But just that, you know, the cross before me, the world behind me, no turning back. Exactly. And and you're right, though. Sometimes we do, you know, we do turn back and it's like uh was that the best decision oh what about that and we let things weigh us down and and you talked about that i love that imagery of you know we let things anchor us down Mm -hmm. you know but jesus should be our anchor that should be we should be anchored in him and and allow him mm -hmm. to be our guide and i agree and and so you know when we make these choices to follow Jesus or to make the choice to, if we're not going to follow Jesus, sometimes, and I think I mentioned this yesterday, a lot of times we're always like, you know, we're not deciding, so we're like, well, I'm just waiting on God or I'm going to pray to God, I'm waiting on the right answer, I'm trying to sift through all these things, and so I said, if you know, if, if you are not deciding, I said, let me remind you of a verse, it's in Revelation 3, verse 16, that says, since you are lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth, yeah. and, and we know the story behind that, they're very serious about you need to be on one side or the yep. other. You can't just you be on fire or not. Right. Because right. I think today, um, I think this is what God's doing today with the church of Jesus Christ. I think he literally is, he's got us like in this salt shaker or this bag and he's shaking us up and he is sifting us around right. and he's basically, who's who? what side are you on? Right. You can't just ride the middle anymore. And um, and I think I might have said that yesterday in one of the services where everything is black and white at this point. Mm-hmm. It's good or bad. It's, you know, right or wrong. It's right. life or death. Yep. It's black or white. It's not a gray middle anymore. Right. It's you have to take a stand. You have to you have to make you have to literally have to make a decision. Yeah. So. And, and I think, you know, just to expand on that a little bit, not just in we have to take a stand and we have to look at things through a. A biblical set of lenses. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't mm-hmm. look at certain things through the Bible and through biblical, you know, lenses, and then other things look at it through a worldly perspective. Right, right. We everything has to be through you know through God's eyes, and and that's I'll be honest, that's difficult. I I struggle with that sometimes. It is um, because you want to separate things. You want to be well. This is my my church life, and well, that's just you know. Well, I think I that's a, there around those people or in that situation. I think that's I think that's actually the valid point of what we're talking about. You know, you you do separate it. You do you do box those things up. So right. This is my work life. This yeah. is my yep. church life. This yep. is my party life. This is my whatever life. Mm-hmm. And instead of like Jesus is my life, and so I'm still going to go to work and I'm still going to deal yep. with this. And but Jesus is ahead of that. Yeah. I've decided to. Um, yeah, the song, you know, I've decided to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, we've already mentioned that, you know, uh, no turning back. Yeah. 
it's so simple, and we've sang it so much, you forget how good those words really are. Right. You know, the cross before me, the world behind me. You, you really, that's that's it. Right. That's and it. And that's actually Christ is enough. I said that was Cornerstone, but I was mi- right, right. I was mixing two Hillsong songs. I apologize. Uh, well, yeah. It was long enough, so you right. know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. They're like eight and nine minute songs. <laughs> exactly. uh, but no, that that's so true. Of you know, making sure that, and you mentioned it yesterday, and and I love that because you know me when it comes to the idea of worship. Right. Um, I, I'm so adamant that of trying to make sure people understand because I think for so many years, for so long, the American church has got the idea of, and I'm using air quotes here, worship all wrong, where we associate worship with music. We associate right. worship with an hour service on a Sunday, right. but you talked about it, about you know God deserves and God wants our worship all the time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we walk you know down Main Street singing, mm-hmm. you know, Christ is enough, right. or you know, Cornerstone, or right. Right. Jesus paid it all, or whatever. Right. But our responses, right? When somebody you you mentioned it, one of your weaknesses and one of my weaknesses. When someone pulls out in front of us and then goes 10 miles under the speed limit. Right. Right? How do we respond? Yeah, right. That can be worship or it can be not worship. Right. And, and so, you know, we have to worship God constantly. And when we do that, you know, we honestly, we don't know what that may do. Someone may see that and mm-hmm. say, man, they're, they're different. I want what they have. Right. You know, they didn't respond that way. I, ha- I had a moment the other night where... I um, I got a little frustrated. I was in Columbus. I was at Polaris. My on a Friday night. I, whose bright enough idea said. that was? I enough, don't know. Enough said. That was my idea, and I'm like, oh, this was maybe that's why you're on the naughty list. Maybe it might that's be. No, I was, I, I, of all places, I was waiting to pull into the tent, uh, the Chick Fil A parking lot <laughs> on a Friday night. Uh, on a Friday night, and, and the the. The drive through line was wrapped around the building. Mm-hmm. It was just as bad, if not worse, than Canes, if you've seen the Canes over in Delaware. I have. I've seen it. <clears throat> and and so I was coming from the opposite way, so I was trying to turn left into the parking lot, and there were cars lined on both sides. So I had cars in front of me, behind me, and so the car, you know, on the other side, let the car in front of me go, and then the next car went, and then the next car went, and they weren't going to let us in. And so finally, when it came to the third car... He started to go too. I mean, I'm sitting there, have my turn signal on, and I rammed on the gas. And he had two choices to make: let me in or hit me. And awesome, you know. And and so in the moment, I was. I mean, my blood was pumping. I, my face was probably the shade of your chair right there. That that bright red, Cincinnati Reds red. And and you know, my wife's like burying her head in her hands, and I'm like looking in my rearview mirror, just waiting for the guy to get out. Like I'm ready, just bop I'm ready to scuffle. <laughs> In, you know, in Chick-fil-A's parking lot. It's like, my pleasure. I knock the guy, yeah. knock the guy out and tell him my, my pleasure. pleasure. But no, it's like, you know, and finally later it's like, oh man, I, you know, yeah, that was wrong. I mean, you, if I would have been on the other side, I would have let people in, you know, it's, right. it's a zipper. Right. Um, that, that kind of mindset. But did I need to respond that way in that moment? I, I mm-hmm. wasn't worshiping. And, um, you know, it was frustrating. Yes. But I I don't know that I handled it in a godly way, right? Yeah, and you know the when you when you're talking about worship to God, um, I think the thing we have to realize is that you know people I've had people tell me I've had people tell me here, you know, like the stained glass windows just make me feel better, right? right. The pews make me feel closer to God. Also, it's about your feeling now, right? Uh, and so to me and. Anybody listening, and if you, you know, it is what it is. Those are idols now. Exactly. You have made that correct window, that pew, whatever the building. You've made that your idol that you cannot worship God because it's about your feeling. Right. And yesterday I said worship is not about your feelings and it's not about your emotions. It's about mm-hmm. fact. Yeah. It's about the fact that of what God has done, yeah, what God has working. done, what He's yeah. doing, what He's going to do in your life. Yep. And so it's all about fact. That's what you worship God on because, you know, I could lose my job. I could go bankrupt. I could lose everybody in my family all within a 24-hour time mm-hmm. period of my life. Am I going to worship God? Yeah. Am I going to praise him? Yep. Or am I not going to praise him? God, why are you doing this to me? Guaranteed, the same person who says, you know, those things make me feel better are the same person that will say, God, why are you doing this to right. me? Why right. am I going through this? Yep. Um, so it's not based upon 
feelings and emotions because that's a hard thing for this society, especially our culture, as we are winding down this year and going into next year. Our culture and everybody, our leaders, they're all about feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. Everything is emotionally and feeling driven. You just – everybody reacts and you can't – it's like – Somebody's got to be the mature person right. and not do that right. and set the standard of, hey, here's what we have to do. And I think mm-hmm. a part of growing in my relationship to God is not allowing my feelings and emotions to get the get best the way, of me. Right. And because if I allow my feelings and emotions to get the best of me, I'm not growing and I'm not maturing my relationship to God. And if I'm allowing that to happen, I'm not even worshiping God at this yeah. point. Yep. I may be going through the motions of it, mm-hmm. but I'm truly not giving him the worship yeah. that he actually deserves. So. Yeah, I know. You're absolutely right, too. You know, your worship has nothing to do with anything with us. Right. It's all about God and, and exactly. his worthiness of of our worship. And even in the, you know, you mentioned Job mm-hmm. um, yesterday. We're at the tail end of the sermon now. We're, we flew through this. Right? Exactly. We're just jumping around. <laughs> um, don't don't worry, people. We'll we'll hang on here for another half an hour. Don't worry. Or ten minutes. Or, or ten minutes. Um, but you know, Job did lose everything in you know just a short time mm-hmm. span. Everything except for his wife, who you said uh, you, the way you worded it first service yesterday was even better than the second service. You were like, you know, he he didn't lose his wife, and she just nagged at him all the time. <laughs> right. You know, she was pretty negative and like, why don't you just give up and and curse God exactly. and die? And that right. was that was her words, just curse God and die. Exactly. You know, but he lost everything. He lost his kids. He lost lost his business. Lost he lost all. all everything, and and he didn't curse God. Even in those moments where he could have made it, could have made it about himself, mm-hmm. and could have made it about mm-hmm. his feelings, and could have made it about, oh, poor, pitiful me, God, why? He chose to worship instead, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, I think he had moments of the God, why? You know, I don't think that that's a bad thing. No, not a bad thing. But his focus was, okay, God, God gave this to me. Mm-hmm. God is the one that mm-hmm. blessed me with all this, and for whatever reason, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to me, mm-hmm. God has taken it away. To God be the glory, mm-hmm. you know. I, I think Greg Laurie's um, quote was really oh yeah. Got to pull that from a sermon, and he said Job is essentially saying the Lord gives and the Lord um, he gave me my life, he gave me my business, he gave me my children. The Lord gave me His goodness and His mm-hmm. blessings. I don't know why He gave them to me; He just did. But the Lord took it away. If He is all powerful, then it had to go through His hands. My job isn't to know why God gave it and then um, why He took it away. My job is to say thank you, God, for it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's exactly what Job did, um, because he, um, you know, it says in Job 1, verses 20 and 21, Job stood up, tore his robe in grief, and he shaved his head, and he fell to the ground to worship. He literally is mm-hmm. worshiping God. Yep. He said, I come naked from my mother's womb, and naked I'm going to leave. The Lord gave me what I had, and the Lord has taken away. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Truthfully. Right. Praise the name of the Lord. Awesome, God. Thank you so much. That's a whole different cut of the cloth right there. Job is a right. um, Job is totally a different cut of the cloth. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, and I read that, and you put that in flesh and blood as a person, right? That is that's something that I don't think we we can even relate to, right? Because I'm not sure I could do that. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, that's. I agree. I'm with you. Right? I'm not sure you could do that either. <laughs> uh, or me. Or me. But no, I mean, you talked yesterday, just kind of... He lost it all. He lost his kids, his wife, his yoga pants. His yoga pants. All. Like, at that point, it's like, God, why? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, you started off and you had a gentleman standing at a crossroads. He's on this path. Right. And it splits. It goes two directions. And he has a choice to make. You know, which way is he going? And And you talked about, you know, if you go down the wrong way... You're gonna come on a caution sign. Right. You know, and, and God, God sometimes throws those caution signs mm-hmm. in our lives. And he, sometimes that may be a person mm-hmm. where he, he's got somebody that is, is wise and can talk to us in the way. And, and you know, the other night when I did that, when I had that moment of mm-hmm. frustration and, and altercation, you know, my wife was that person of, you know, Hey, you're, you're a little out of line here. And I don't know, I don't out. know that she said it that way, but the way she said it made me think, mm, I'm out of line here. I'm out of line here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you know, you get those caution signs in your life. Right. But then if you keep going down that road, 
God's going to throw up a wrong way sign. It was funny. We were going through the, the lights last night right. and there were, you know, they had it really well laid out. And right. There were arrows at first. Yeah. And so we were talking about that and it was like, Oh, look, there's, it's guiding us. It's, you know, and then there were certain paths that went away from the lights and they had, you know, those blocked off and had wrong way signs. Right. And right. So my dad was like, Oh, there's a wrong way sign. We ought to take a picture and send it to <laughs> Craig. And, um, but then if you keep going down that, that way, you're going to get to a stop sign. Um, you know, and sometimes I think you don't even, I think you get, I think of like the, uh, back to the future. I know we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's like, we've talked about every episode now. Exactly. Um, but in, uh, you know, in back to the future three, you know, where they're going to take and push that car off that ravine. Exactly. Well, what happens if it doesn't work? They're in the bottom of the ravine. They're dead. You know, it just drops off. Exactly. You know, sometimes it's like, and that's what there were, they had, uh, you know, no turning back point at that point. Right. Where if they kept going, it was it's over. It was over. Yeah, it either took them back to 1985 or they the were bottom of the ravine. The bottom of the ravine. <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes God throws up that stop sign, right? And um, and I think that sometimes God does allow us to go into the bottom of the ravine and to be, you know, laying at the bottom of the valley, mm-hmm. because at that point, and I've heard it talked about. You know, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom mm-hmm. and be laying on your back before you can look up and and see your need for God, right? Um, and, and so, you know, we have those, God puts those warning signs, God puts those people in our lives, God puts those, sometimes it's a scripture, sometimes it's a song, sometimes it, you know, whatever it is. And we have to discern that we have to listen to the Holy Spirit in our lives and, and turn from that. And it's like, okay, I've got to get back on the right path. Right. I've got to follow, you know, if we would have went off one of those paths last night, it's hard to tell where we would have ended up down there. Exactly. You know? pretty dark down there it's dark and you i don't know i had my lights off so. you'd end up in campsite 111 i have no idea how to get out probably would have <laughs> you know so but don't you find yourself i don't mean to interrupt don't you no, find good. yourself on the when you experience the warnings from god do you find yourself fighting those sometimes absolutely okay. so like you hit the caution sign and it's almost like we go through the caution sign quickly right and, and sometimes we stop mm-hmm um, but the wrong way should actually, um, and they're so, they're so, what do you call it, uh, progressional. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you don't see it. And it's almost like that as I'm fading from the wrong way into God's throne, this, the breaks up the stop sign, right. that's where it's almost getting dangerous to where the consequences yeah. of the decisions that I've made are now going to start affecting my life. And now I've got to totally, Stop and right. I gotta go do an about I've face. I've gotta do an about face, exactly. And so I wonder if we're forewarned in the caution and then the wrong way and then before you get to the stop I, sign. I think so. I think it goes back to what you talked about earlier. You know, when we make things about, you know, you talk about worship, when worship becomes about ourselves, in those moments when everything is about us. Right. We don't pay attention because it's yeah. about what I want to the outcome yep. to be, not what God wants the exactly. to be. Exactly. I almost threw in another sign and the sign is the curve, the bend, you know, oh, yeah. the curve where it's the, um, it's a yellow sign, and then you know you're the say the speed limit's fifty five miles an hour. Yes. But you ever notice they have the thirty five like in the yellow? Mm-hmm. That's like the suggested to go around there. But you, you can take that at forty five. Yeah, you can take that. But so I was going to use that because sometimes we don't take the suggestion, and so we'll take it at fifty five, and you know people will miss that corner, or right. I'll miss that corner. But if you took it at a slower speed, and maybe God is, you know, I, I, I tried to work that in, but I thought, yeah, I'm trying too hard, so I'm just going to stick to the, you know, the basic uh, caution wrong way and exactly. stop sign. So, but, um, but I, I thought that I thought those things were good, and um, you know, um, I uh, read a scripture from Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. It says, "Today I've given you a choice between life and death," and that's a choice. Uh, between blessings and curses. And I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you make, all that you would choose life so that your descendants might live. Mm-hmm. And um, yesterday I, I briefly spoke about his, you know, sometimes we, our families have made some bad choices and it's affected us for generation it, yes, to generation. Right, it just kind of snowballs. It does. And, um, I mean, I can see things, you know, even in my family yeah. where it was come to temper or something like that. And, um, you know, those have been passed down from generation to generation. And then, you know, and so you, you definitely can see that. Right. And I, that's not really life. That would be more toward the death side. But, right. you know, so choose life and yes. um, choose where, you know, where I want us to go. And 
Yesterday, I brought up a couple of words, uh, autonomy and omnipotence, mm-hmm. and I put um, autonomy um, gives you the power to choose. It's kind of like your free will, right? and omnipotence is ultimate power, which God has that. God has the ultimate power on the, fl- on the face of the planet. So right. God has given you and I and everybody else the free will to choose what we want to do. We can make the choices. We can make a good choice or a bad choice, but we don't have omnip- omnipotence or right. omnipotence to take away – the hurt or the consequences of the choices that we've made. And so that's why it's vitally important that we um, choose right. the path of God. Exactly. Because, you know, the consequences are not going to be the consequences of the world. And Correct. Um, yesterday I um, showed a picture of Grater's ice cream. Mm-hmm. I love Grater's ice cream. And um, I told him, I said, now in my autonomy to make the choice, free will, I choose Grater's black raspberry chip ice cream. And I said, but if I was omnipotent, what I would do is I would remove the calories and I would remove the price from it. And that would make it a little bit, you know, right. a little bit better for that. Yeah. You but. said first service, you said, you know, I would remove the calories and make it a dollar for a half gallon. Exactly. Like, well, that's, that's not bad right there. Yeah. Cause it's $18 a gallon right now. That's right. crazy. That's crazy. Half gallon. I mean, or half gallon. That's worse. So $36 for a gallon of ice cream. I'm glad my car doesn't run on that stuff. <laughs> well, be it's practically the same, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, we all have choices to make and, um, and I think every day we have them. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think even in the moments where, you know, because let's face it, we've been there. I've been there. You've been there. Everyone listening has been there where we've made the wrong choice. It's at that moment where, and I don't know that you necessarily talked about this yesterday, but that's where repentance comes in, mm-hmm. and that's where, um, you know, Jesus' saving grace came in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned after you talked about that Grater's ice cream, you know, Galatians 3.13, mm-hmm. Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. Mm-hmm. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. And it's in those moments because the truth is is that we will mess up. We will take the wrong path from time to time. Oh, we yeah. will make the wrong choice from time to time. Exactly. But we have to admit and, and we have to go back to God and say, hey, God, I sinned. Mm-hmm. I, I did not follow your leading. I did not go down the path you wanted me to. And, you know, I, I have to repent of that. Right. And I have to ask for forgiveness. But then I also have to to work at making it right and right. getting back on the right, right path. And sometimes it is. It's just that, you know, that idea of work. It is work to get back. You have yeah, to maybe have a conversation with somebody that is a tough conversation you don't yeah. want to. You may have to, you know, confess something. Yeah, and, exactly. And so it, it can be work, but that's part of that process. Right. But what a great opportunity that we are able to do that because without the saving grace of Jesus, without his blood being shed, mm-hmm. without his death, burial, and resurrection – Exactly. We're, 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 you know, we're done for. Exactly. And, you know, um, I think I brought this up. I don't, maybe both services, can't remember which one, maybe it was both, but, um, how, um, you know, here and for me, you know, I believe in, um, you know, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Correct. And I believe in God's word. And I think I said something like, I believe it from cover to cover. Mm-hmm. And a lot, of, there are, there are a lot of Christians that do not believe the Bible from cover to cover. They just don't. Yeah. They believe like 95% of it. So right. here's my thinking on that. If you only believe 95% of the Bible, then you just don't believe in the Bible. Right, right. You just don't believe in it. Yeah. You have to believe. This is where it's all or nothing at this point. And so um, – Because the Bible itself says, you know, God in the Bible says it's 100% inspired by God. Exactly. You know, just because it was written by humans doesn't mean – Exactly. You know, and I, and I think you don't understand everything in the Bible, do you? Nope. Okay, good. No, nope. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> because I don't. Oh, Just because we don't understand it doesn't mean that it's not real. Doesn't exactly. mean that it's not true. I actually heard and this frustrated me because I like him. He's a great guy. I think he does have some some good beliefs, but Matthew McConaughey, and we maybe talked about this quite a few months ago, but I watched a video where he was being interviewed by Joe Rogan. And it's like, Oh, here's your shot, man. Here's yep. your shot to you know, but Joe was asking him about his beliefs and everything. Joe knew that he was a, you know, a Christ follower, mm-hmm. and he was asking him about the Bible. And Matthew, sadly, said, "Well, you know, I, I understand." You know, he said, "I, I, I, I can't remember exactly how he said it, but something along the lines of, you know, I only pay attention to the 
the parts of the Bible that I can do something with, that I can understand, that he said, you know, I don't know what to do with the burning bush. And that was the, the analogy. He's like, I don't know what to do with that. You know, that doesn't happen now. You know, what, you know, what I don't, I don't understand. So I don't really pay attention to that. But, you know, when Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself, that's tangible. I know what to do with that. So, you know, I just kind of focus on those, those passages in the Bible that I can do something with. It's like, but that's, mm-hmm. you're missing the boat, man. But isn't the Bible all pointing to one direction? It is. Like even the story of the burning mm-hmm. bush, the, the, uh, the, I mean, you can go back, um, the Israelites, uh, the Exodus, the, the burning bush, known the ark, mm-hmm. uh, the kings, David, yep. um, the prophets, yep. um, Isaiah, uh, the New Testament, the birth of Christ, even down to Revelation. Mm-hmm. Isn't just, is it one big, it's one big thing, uh, I don't want to say story, but right. one account, account. pushing us and pulling us into one thing, which is Jesus Christ, yep. which is gets back to the simple verse in what is it, John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Right. From Genesis to Revelation, that's exactly what yeah. it is. And what Matthew McConaughey doesn't understand or somebody else doesn't understand is that they need to quit they need to quit looking at this on a human standpoint right. and exactly. look at this from the supernatural of where God wants them. Correct. They're so close yeah. but yet so far away. Yeah. And you know what? There are Christians coming out come into this church yep. or watching that are so close but so far away because they can't quite put their hooks or the anchor down into what God wants them right. to do. And that's the tragedy of and that's this that's what Satan does. Mm-hmm. He allows you to get to a certain point that you're that you can't yes. believe. So people take something like the burning bush mm-hmm. Or they'll take a story like the feeding of the five thousand right. or whatever. And I'm like when we see things like that, we're talking about God. Yeah. God can do anything miracles, that he wants. Right. Yeah. And um, you know what? I've seen miracles today. I've not seen a burning it, bush, it but I've look seen like darn that. near close to Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's like um, God still does miracles and works today. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. you have to be open to that. You've got to allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. Now, what people like Matthew McConaughey are doing is they're 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 facing this on a head Right. Instead of a total heart, soul, mind exactly. sold out for Jesus Christ. And what Christ. they're doing essentially is they're putting God in a box. They're putting he God still in a their box. I don't understand the burning bush, but I choose to believe it. But Right, exactly. So and, I, and he didn't necessarily say he didn't believe it. Right. He just doesn't know what to do with it. Well, I don't either. But that's why But that's why you continue to read your Bible. Exactly. You know, we've talked about it that many times. We talked about that with Jordan last night when we, when we were talking to her about how you may read a, a verse one time and and it's like oh that's a good verse exactly and then three weeks later you read that same verse and man it just smacks you upside the head because it hits you in a completely different light because whether it's something you're going through or the holy spirit's going to speak to you in a different way in that moment Mm -hmm. that it's like oh wow i'd never you know we've done that Allie and i've done that this year it's like i don't even dad said that he's he's like there are some things that we've read in the bible recap this year that i didn't even remember reading in that last year mom one of them said it's crazy how you do that and Allie and i've said that it's like I don't even remember that. Yep. Like that is such an important part yep. that I don't remember. But but you're absolutely right. All of it from Genesis to Revelation, it's all pointing to Jesus. And I don't know if we've talked about it before. I've got the Jesus centered Bible and I love it because, you know, obviously in Jordan, that was one of her questions last night. She said, well, how come when you and mommy are reading your Bible, sometimes some of the words are in black and some of the words are in red? So that's a great question. You know, all of the words that are in red are words that Jesus actually spoke. Right. And and I said, you know, but I love my Bible too because there are a ton of words in blue. And all of the words that are in blue, and it's called the Jesus-centered Bible. I know you can get it in the NLT. That's what I have it in. Um, but all of the words that are in blue are pointing to Jesus. Well, that's awesome. So, yeah. you know, whether it's a prophecy or something that's right. said, so, you know, obviously so if it's there's something so much Isaiah stuff in Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, right. You know, you, know, you think about, uh, and we talked about when they had a question about Jonah, and it's like, you know, well, Jesus referenced that, you know, that in and of itself mm-hmm. was pointing, yeah, part of it was Jonah going to Nineveh and, and them, you know, being redeemed from their sin, mm-hmm. but part of it was also that analogy of Jonah being in the belly of the fish right. for three days. You know, and then Jesus referenced that of, you know, right. just a, I'm going to give you the sign of Jonah, just as, you know, Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days. The son of man is going to be in the belly of the earth for three days. And there's so much in the Bible that points to Jesus that you don't even think about until you take that Bible and you flip through. It and it's like, man, look at all that blue. Exactly. And as you're reading through it, it's just it's it's really neat. I, 
the Bible really, amazes me. That's cool because somebody had to really, uh, you know, that took some time to do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's not an easy, that wouldn't be an easy task. Yeah. And so there you go, gentlemen, ladies. Maybe that's a Christmas present. You're, you're racking your brain on a Christmas present for somebody. The Jesus-centered Bible. The Jesus-centered Bible. We just saved your Christmas. <laughs> You might have. Brandon exactly. and Craig, the Christmas elves. <laughs> well, you're the I don't tall have one. yoga pants, so. You're the tall they one. They do wear those, don't yeah. they? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Buddy the Elf yeah. wore those. Those are like tights. They were. They were yellow. I need a yellow pair. No, I don't. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, Night of Worship with Brandon Chenault <laughs> oh, and his no. yellow tights. <laughs> no. Yeah, not happening. But yeah, and I, you know, just choosing, choosing and making a decision is a um is something that i think for us in this world is very um i don't know what what do i say it's not difficult but it you i think 30 40 years ago there was more we're going to choose to do this right. and this is the what we're going to do now it's like they don't want you to make a choice now right. they you know it's like they don't even want any winners and losers anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even have a right, little league right. baseball team. It's like we're going to give everybody a trophy, and there's like we're not keeping right. score. Really, seriously, then why just why are you playing? Why play? Right. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen yep. in my life. So, um, I um, when it comes to God, we definitely have to choose, and we have to realize that there are going to be um, choices that we're going to make for Him. And choosing to follow God and choosing to follow Jesus Christ is not an easy road to go down. Right. And sometimes it's difficult. Yep. Kind of like you want to react the human way, like when you're in the Kane's parking lot and you're in the drive through and this guy's trying to bust in on you or something. I, I did react the human way. And so you made that choice. So right. the consequence was is your wife says you're naughty, you're not getting anything for Christmas. Nothing so. for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but more than that, you know, I was convicted in that and got exactly. you know, the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and was like, hmm. But that was maybe the caution. It, right. Maybe that's the caution sign. Right. Because, you know, what if you just kept doing that all right. through the night and the next day? And you know what I mean? You just kept going right. down that road. Because the truth is, my, you know, you talked about that progression. My kids saw that. Right. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I don't want to pass that on to my kids. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's like I, I think I even brought this up it even as, as little as me complaining about the weather. Um, You've gotten better. I will give you that. I'm trying to. Yeah. The weather's great. I'm, hey, I'm baby stepping. I'm doing this. God stuff. gives and he takes away. He gives the warmth and he takes the warmth away. <laughs> Do you remember the show, What About Bob, the movie? Yes. Where he kept saying, he's like, baby steps, Bob. And I'm like, I'm oh, baby stepping. That? I'm doing the work. Who was that? What about Bob? Was It was Richard Dreyfus and yes. Bill Murray. Yes, Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but anyway, I, even like it, to the weather, if I, I could get into like – um, when it's cold like this and if it was rainy and snowy Windy, or whatever yeah. and I have to go on that immediately I'm irritated. I just mm-hmm. can't stand it anymore. And so you get now and you know, the doors are blowing and I can literally in my mind start complaining. Then what I'll do is I'll get on the road and I'll start complaining with every driver. Yeah. Like where do these guys it get just their progr- life? It snowballs. It, it moves into yeah. something else. It moves into something Progresses else. And on. before you know it, you're, you're affecting other people's days. Exactly. When you come in here and you complain to me and. And I'm like, what's wrong with the weather? It's perfect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. Everybody's been gearing up for the weather. I think they've been gearing up for me, though. I think so, too. Because I've had people uh, yesterday come up to me um, at church. They're like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, good. Why? And they're like, because of the weather. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> See, at least they care about you. Exactly. <laughs> we'll pray or they you. just don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> That's probably yeah, exactly. it. Have you ever noticed when I do say something about what about this weather, they all just chuckle now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just know. They know. They know it's coming. That's right. But no, that's a, that, those are good things. And, um, and I, um, uh, you know, my prayer is that for myself, for you, yeah. for everybody, we'll just make the choices that God mm-hmm. wants us to make. Yes. And, um, and like you said, we're not perfect. We're not always going to do the right thing, but I also know that God, even when we do the wrong thing or we've, yeah. Stepped out of line. God's grace is there to, to it cover is. me and, and move me down a road that I should be going down. Right. And, and that's still a choice that we have to make of exactly. repenting and, and turning and, you know, or else we could just continue to go down that road. And that's obviously definitely not the way we need to be. And right. so, you know, even after we make a wrong choice, we still have another right choice to make. We do that. Wow. You drank all that coffee. I did. I offered you some and then I drank it all. That's a whole pot. Well, it was a pour over. It wasn't, it was probably about five, six cups. Really? Yeah, sure. I don't know. It was snickerdoodle. It was good. 
he is going to be lit up for the rest of the day. Woo. So, Allie, mom, dad, enjoy the rest of the day. Right? <laughs> They'll probably be like, you need to go hunting. Exactly. I'm like, it's 20 mile an hour winds out there. We don't care. Go. Just get, just get out, out of here. Go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Sunday, we brought up, um, the, uh, where we handed out postcards. Christmas Sunday. postcards. We're do it this Sunday and probably the following week, but it's got the uh, title of the um, sermon series on there. Oh, here the angels' voices. Looks really good. So you did a good job Thank on you. that. And on the back of the uh, postcard, we have uh, the night of worship, which is um, Sunday night, December the 5th, which you've already brought up. Mm-hmm. That's at 6 o'clock. So looking forward to that. I know you've got I'm it excited, planned yeah. out and looks very good on Looks great on paper. Great on paper. I do need to run through the songs and, and time them. That's on my agenda to do today. Okay. So. Perfect. So we're not here for three hours. I don't think we'll be here for three hours. No, it's going to be good. It's going to be a a great time. We'll have some contemporary stuff, some newer stuff, some, we're going to do a section where it's a little more traditional and a little more of the older, old school songs and, and then it's just we're going to have some scriptures scattered throughout. And there's so many great scriptures that go with the Christmas account. Right. So there are. And um, they're also on the postcard. It has a night of prayer on Tuesday, December the 14th. It says mm-hmm. 7 p.m., but we're changing it to 6 p.m. That's a good call. So go ahead and make that change now. We'll make that change over the next couple of weeks. And just so everybody will know. And that's going out in the connecting email this good, week. Good. And so, but we're going to meet an hour earlier just because it's so late when we get out of here. And, um, well, just we the just, time change, the, the sun goes down. Well. It's wearing me out. I won't complain about it though. Uh uh-uh. uh. God gives the, God gives the spring daylight forward and, takes and God away. takes the fall back. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> And then we've talked about the uh, Christmas Eve candlelight services. It's going to be Friday, December 24th at 3 and 5 o'clock. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to those. And that's going to be good. That's going to be good. And I'm looking forward to the earlier service, see how many people show up. I think the five will be very, very good. And then, yep. Um, well, I talked to a couple people yesterday and, you know, they actually hadn't, they didn't come last year. Um, they were, they're new within the last year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, we didn't come last year, but, um, they said the three o'clock service will actually work really good because they had plans with their family that evening. Gotcha. So I think that's a, a good move on our part, not to, yeah. you know, not patting ourselves on the back, but I just think it's going to be a good opportunity to, to help those families who right. like to celebrate Christmas Eve together and, so, and then for those that want to be here for the five o'clock, we'll be here for the five o'clock. And exactly. It'll be great. That'll be really good. And, um, they, uh, I think that's going to be a good night. It's, uh, it just like you, we've talked about before, it's just a different, um, it's just a different atmosphere. It's mm-hmm. a different feel. There's almost an energy and electricity. Wow. Doesn't even matter what the weather is. Doesn't matter what's going on. Everybody is in that mode. I remember a couple of years ago, it was snowing. It was snowing. And that was right. beautiful. It was. Bright. You actually enjoyed that. I did enjoy that. You know, it's like we were in a snow globe, but no, that is. That, that, those are big flakes too far. They were, right? yeah. they were, yeah. I've said it before. I'll say it a thousand times again. Christmas Eve is my favorite service that we do here. And I love, like, I don't want to be anywhere other than RCC for Christmas Eve. Like, that's just where I love to be. That sounds like almost a postcard. It is, right? It's like a Hallmark movie. Oh, goodness. You've been watching I've been those watching too. those. I've been watching them. My wife loves the Hallmark Well, movies. don't you wish that – and this is something I think that this would be awesome. Don't you wish every single Sunday, every single time you come to worship was like Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. that atmosphere? I wish too, and we talked about this last week I think, but I wish people could get a view of it from my lens. Um, from my perspective of seeing the joy on people's faces of, of hearing yesterday, you know, when dad and I stopped singing, of hearing people mm-hmm. sing and they can, they can hear that. Exactly. Um, but just, you know, from my perspective, it's, it's a little bit, you know, it's a little different and it's, you know, I, I really feel that, you know, God, you know, blesses us in that way. You know, when you're up there, speaking, hey, yeah. you can see mm-hmm. the joy in people's face and it's just. Or not, but or not, you know. But but on Christmas Eve, it is. There's just a exactly. there's just a lightness to it, and just people are in good moods. And they are very excited good to be there, and so it's a whole different breed, man. It it's a whole different. Uh, it is whole different evening, and I love it. And and that's such a great time too to be really simple mm-hmm. and very poignant to yep. you know what God. Yeah, we've got. I'm excited. It's a good service. Good service planned, and yep. obviously it's pointing to the birth of our Messiah and mm-hmm. remembering why He came. And, yep. I think so. it's going to be awesome. Looking yes. forward to it. Um, 
there was something else you announced yesterday. What was that? Women of Worth. Okay. I think that is the 12th, I believe, or the 11th, whatever that Saturday is in December. That would be the 11th. That would be the 11th, Saturday the 11th at 10 a.m., I believe, here at RCC. You can find West for Women. It's going to be a brunch here at RCC in the Fellowship Hall. You can find information on that and register for that by going to richwood.church forward slash women. Sounds like a good plan. And, uh, I'm like a walking billboard. You are. Richwood.church forward slash women. He just pulled his jacket open and it just started fluorescent, started flashing. flashing. <laughs> I uh, wanted to give a uh, huge shout out to uh, one person in particular. Um, this is a person that probably, probably is not going to appreciate it because I, I, he kind of works behind the scenes. But I want to give a shout out to Randy Neal. Yes. He does all of our, um, you know, puts the sermon um, you know, the graphics together. You, you send him the main one, but he puts like, yeah, and then he, like I just, he thought he put the caution signs. I mean, he's yep. the one that made yep. all those up. He got the guy that was standing at the crossroads mm-hmm. and Randy does a, an impeccable job with, um, our graphics for the sermon and for yep. the, uh, worship yep. and um so if, when you see him tell him thank you because i think it very much is in, very much enhances the teaching and the worship time and yes. gets the picture across mm-hmm. which that's a big teaching tool when you can well i know that i out. am and i know a lot of people are like me i'm a very visual person and so right. to see those images to see the guy standing you know i remember that i'll remember that yep. to see that guy standing at a crossroads and be like yep. man he's got a choice to make I'm, exactly i'm at that i'm just like that guy and right. you know other things too of you know seeing john piper's angelic face when exactly he, you know, his quotes up there exactly you know that was a very good quote by john piper it was very good you know, we didn't mention that one did we no we did not man it was very good and um he uh sorry john yeah we didn't mention tony evans either no he, tony's he, cool. his was on prayer and that was tony's that was really yes good. yeah he's just always hammering right down tony's so, yeah. yeah that's where priscilla gets it from it definitely is his she's daughter, her priscilla shire that uh, apple did not fall no. far from the tree. The wind wasn't blowing far it hard was that not, day. No. It just that fell straight down on the yes. roots right there. Yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah, a lot of good stuff. And um, just if you guys need anything, um, information on anything, be sure to call the church or uh, check out our website or our Facebook page, and uh, we'll get you heading down the right direction. We did have the Thanksgiving meal outreach yesterday. We did after that, service. Heard that went well, and it went well. I think they gave out uh, meals to thirty families. Thirty families, and awesome. So that's you know it's just a blessing to be able to help those families out in this time. And yep. um, you know that's just kind of an extension of the blessing box. The blessing box yep. has been a, a yep. huge help for people in yep. in tough times. And so I'm just. Yeah, I was, I had, I was meeting with somebody right after church yesterday. So I went down before I left and they were all working really hard. Yep. Um, doing a good job. A lot of people down there. So, Mm -hmm. um, thank you to Todd and all of his crew for that. I know that's a big thing. And that was something that, you know, he's, you know, that was on his heart. So good job for that. Yeah. That's all I got. Really? Yeah. That's it. Barely at an hour. So you get all everybody gets off scot free. Get today, off scot free so. today. Well, we can talk about something. Well, I mean, I confessed my road rage. Why don't you confess yours? I'm just kidding. Uh, I never have road rage. I'm, hey, I'm I'm when I drive on the road, I'm like a leaf floating down a lazy river. <laughs> you might. Be, I don't know what that was. My voice just is something weird. You might be right now. Um, have you been listening to your serious Christmas channel? I have been. See, that's what it is. That's a game changer. It is a game changer. I don't even know how I get home sometimes. Like, how did right? I get here? You just transported. I just transported. The Christmas music transported me. Right? <laughs> that's great. I will tell you this. There, uh, uh, 36 uh, from Marysville to Delaware. You've been on there before. Yes. And, you know, just before, as you're going into Delaware, there's that big – what's that river there? As you cross the river, there's the Christmas tree farm on the right. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Yep. They had just put a stoplight up at that. 257 and, yeah, 36. Do you know what I'm talking about? That stoplight is something that I, and I go to Delaware a lot there. Mm -hmm. That's not on my radar. Oh, I know. And so I literally had to slam on my brakes the other day and I didn't slide, but I was Mm -hmm. near sliding because I wasn't paying attention within, oh my goodness, I'm going to say within 20 feet, that thing was red. And I was like, no, I was going 60 miles an hour. You know, I didn't even think about that. We came home from Polaris the other way that night, the other night that way on 257, and I, I stopped at it because it was red and waited until it turned green, but it was like, I don't, I didn't even realize that that was a new stoplight. I wonder on 257, you have to stop there anyway. You, you'd stop there every single time, but on 36, you go, never had to stop. 
And so I was listening to Christmas music, and I do not know what happened, but I'm glad I saw it because if I would have ran it, I would have hit this one guy coming through the light. And um, and that I, I my heart was beating, my head was pounding. I was wow. like, wow. Mm. So yeah, that that I didn't have road rage. I had road scares. Road, what I exactly. Had. Yeah, yeah. I saw a sign um, on Facebook the other day that you. I was going to send it to you, and I forgot. It's a it's a work sign, like a road work sign. Yeah. And it says work starts here, fifth of January for 147 years. Delays possible. <laughs> Is that Route Four? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Route Four. Yeah. Or that could be 75 going into Cincinnati. Ex- that has been like 147 years. Okay, I went to college in the fall of 83. Yeah, I was negative 70, two. Yeah, right, 75. So that's, and what, 38 years? 38 years. They've been working on that highway for 38 years. I don't know if I've ever not seen a barrel or a cone on 75 from the river up to um, the zoo exit on 75. That's crazy. There's always something going on, and I, I feel like that's what's going to be like for the rest of eternity. Till exactly. Jesus comes. Even after Jesus comes and greets they still people, may, they're right? still going to be working on that highway. <laughs> nice. Oh, great. Uh, well, anyway, guys, thank you for hanging in there with us. We hope you have a very awesome, mm-hmm. very blessed, and very great Thanksgiving with yep. family, friends, or whatever that you're going to do. And uh, may you uh, remember to stop and to give thanks to God, and I know that you will as a family. But might I encourage you to get away by yourself on Thursday for four or five minutes yep. and just thank God for who he is. Mm-hmm. Read a couple of scriptures on Thanksgiving and giving thanks to God and really just center in on him and praise him for for who he is and what he's done. Absolutely. He's worthy. Amen on that. Yep. Well, thanks again for listening and uh, have a great rest of your day.